0: June 23rd, if you heard last hour, those that are just tuning in now, we have a number of people that are just joining us on the live stream on Facebook Live, John DiPietro's show on Facebook. And then you have a larger audience that's listening on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It is Wednesday, June 23rd. Now, if you just heard, I'm telling you, um, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, I I just think he's terrific. He's very plugged in, and he always – what I like – and folks, I want you to understand one of the reasons I like having someone like a Dan McGowan on, and it's and it's very simple, is because he tells me things I don't know. I am um, someone was asking me how would you describe what you know what you what you um, what you do basically, and um, and I said it's actually very simple. I I I actually kind of traffic in information, right? And I I'm very drawn to people who have information. Those are the types of individuals. uh, And that, and because to me, that's what it's all about. Um, That's why, I mean, a lot of people like listening to my program and it's not easy because you have to work it and you have to um, decide that you're, you know, there's different people you have to check in with and really get info. But that's what it really comes down to. There are those that that have information and those that don't. Um, And as you can imagine, folks, most people don't have information. But one of the reasons that I like talking to Dan McGowan is he always tells me something I don't know. He always will tell me something that I don't know. And I'll also tell you that many times um, for someone like myself, it's frustrating People will ask me, "What do I think about various other talk hosts on the air?" And <clears throat> my answer is normally, uh, locally anyway, that they, they don't tell me anything that I don't know. And that doesn't mean that doesn't make them bad people, um, and maybe for the masses that that's fine. but I prefer people that tell me something that I don't know. And by the way, many times the people who are in media, who don't know things, um, they, they don't know what they don't know. And, and they expose themselves that they don't know various things. I think I'm making sense. But that's one of the reasons why, if you heard Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe last hour. Folks, good afternoon. And again, this delightful Wednesday. And it is this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Homegrown hanging pots are still available. 10-inch, 12-inch, also 14-inch moss baskets. You're not going to find anything as beautiful as this. The... Um, The pots and the flowers at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center are much better than Bailey's Beach Club. And far more diverse than Bailey's Beach Club. They don't just have white lilies. (coughs) They don't just have white flowers. At Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. The annual flats, four six-inch pots, 12-inch patio pots, large selection of perennials, vegetables and herbs. Trees, shrubs, plus landscape material. Screen loom, mulch, dark pine, black hemlock, crushed stone. Look for them on Facebook. You know, a gift certificate there always is a great gift. They're right off of Route 4. And the service is fantastic, by the way. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Again, right off Route 4. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron stop in and see them. Now, folks, you hear me mention the website quite a bit. We have some exclusive stories up. We don't shade it. This is the place for real news. I'm not trying to be part of the blanking club. Let's just get straight about that. I'm not constrained. By someone down the hall. I don't post. If you've suffered a tragedy, call into my show. I'm not even going to get into how clueless some of the people are these days behind the microphone. The standards, folks, have dropped. Our standards are going up. Our audience is going up. Their audience is going down. People want truth. People want people that are going to tell them what's really going on. Yesterday, I was at Governor McKee's press briefing did someone instruct me to go there? No. Did someone assign me to go? No. Why did I go? I go for you. I go because there's several questions that I don't want to be one of those people that if the media doesn't ask the questions, then I say, "Oh, why didn't they ask this?" Or why didn't they ask that? Anyone that does that that has the ability to go? Folks, it's like, you know, they used to teach people, teach us at Bishop Hendrickson, where I attended high school. You don't want to be a woulda, shoulda guy. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. And there's people like that. And the worst of people in the media. Why didn't they ask him this? Why did? Hey, listen, why don't you blank and go? And why don't you ask the questions? And then you find people that don't pay attention. Like yesterday, Governor McKee has said, you know, uh, I asked him a month ago. He said, you know, we're on the record if there's legislation for illegals driving, I'll sign it. But I'm not going to do it by executive order. I can play it for you. I post it on YouTube. <clears throat> Yesterday, we're sitting there and a member of the media says, now, where are you, to the governor, Governor McKean now, where are you on, ili- are, you, are you paying attention or not? Why are you wasting our time? He already said where he is. But go to the website, folks, to Petro.com. Which is sponsored by The Coincident. Now listen, stop in and support them. (coughs) Excuse me, not a COVID cough. They support the website. You can link right through. It's delicious food. It's a great menu. It's The Coincident. Huge bar, by the way. If you like booze and good food, you're going to love The Coincident. 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. Now, I want to bring your attention. Let me give you the latest on Sheldon Whitehouse, by the way. (coughs) Which we've been on since Monday morning. But you have to check out the, the uh, website, thepedro.com, Senator Sheldon White Club. And, you know, who of all people steps forward to defend him but Congressman Cicilline? Is there anyone more useless than our two Rhode Island congressmen, than him and Langman? How about the fact that Dan Pork, Dan York, the show of record? That show is, let me explain something. That show is over. What a waste. What an absolute waste. Um, broken over, over. But can you imagine like when he told Cicilline, I really admire you. Who would even say something like that? I just, I can't stand him and Langevin. They just, they, they do nothing for the state of Rhode Island. But you can see Senator Sheldon White Club. Listen, so Cicilline langevin they're trying to you know he's a good guy i don't think he's a racist he's got a problem he's a member of an all-white club and it's very simple folks sheldon whitehouse if this had been president trump they would be all over him if judge brett kavanaugh had been the member of an all-white exclusive club, boom, they would have been all over him. Instead of asking about his high school yearbook of devil's triangle and quarters and boofing and farting and everything else. <clears throat> um, the fact that Cicilline and Langevin are such lapdogs and go to his defense is, is just pathetic. So now I'll be honest. No, I don't think Sheldon Whitehouse is a racist. Someone said to me, he's such a, no, I, I don't think he's a racist. I don't. I'm going to be fair about it. I've covered the guy since he was attorney general. I've covered Sheldon Whitehouse since he was elected November of 98. Um, no, and then he lost in his bid for governor in 2002. And then he was elected to the Senate 2006, where he took out Link Chafee. But do I? No, I don't think he's a racist. But the club is the club. What? What? The the part of this thing is the fact that Senator Sheldon White Club. <coughs> uh, um, he is someone of privilege. He is someone, as a matter of fact, of tremendous privilege. And Bailey's is Bailey's. If you move to Newport, by the way, that's what Bailey's Bailey's Beach Club. Is one of those clubs. If you have to ask how much is the membership, then you're not ready to be a member. Everyone there <clears throat> is old money, very well off. They're very selective, and once you get in, those families never want to give it up. You know, Clay Pell, Claymore and Pell, the senator was a member, and then his grandson, Clayboy, Clay Pell, Mister Prius, he, um, he was then a member. He was even. Clay Pell even worked there. <coughs> he used to sell lemonade by the sand, wearing socks over in wearing sandals, but with socks on, that type. But anyhow, late '80s, I was in Newport. Friend of mine said, "Let's go to they call it Reject Beach. It's right next to Bailey's. There's no parking around there, but if you walk or take a bike, then you can go on the beach right next to Bailey's." So we go. It's beautiful. Um, it comes into a cove, <clears throat> but it's odd because it's like the Newport Zoo. You're then looking at Doris Duke was there. And I, I vividly remember because I was saying, there he is. There is Senator Pell. Senator Pell was standing on the shore, looked like he was going to a fashion shoot, You know, had the collar up, uh, white shirt, white pants, sunglasses, chatting with some people. I'm like, wow, that seems like, a, and it is, it's a beautiful club. But if you move to Newport and have money, that doesn't mean you get in. It's wildly expensive to get in. And they go through your full background. But let, let me just bring this back around, okay? Uh, the world changed, as as you know, all of us know, it did, in last Memorial Day with the death of George Floyd. And we're at... It really changed and why this story took off. Some people, why do you think it's well, you know, Sheldon basically has been undercover and he doesn't he's not in the press a lot. and during the pandemic it was tough to get a lot of these uh, types of people. <clears throat> and so um and so uh, I, I think a big part of this was just, the reporter who suddenly saw the opportunity to get him, he he did not have his entourage of aides around him. He was caught flat footed. And then he gave the very memorable remark about saying that, um, you know, it's a long standing tradition in Rhode Island. And he, he didn't, in no way, push back about this business of it being an all white club. And that's why it's Wednesday. Um, they launched it on Saturday and why it has taken off. Last night, Sean Hannity took a shot at him. Laura Ingram has taken a shot at him. But, you know, there he is in the well of the Senate, Senator Whitehouse, talking about racism and going after Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and Black Lives Matter and blah, 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 and everything else. <clears throat> you know, Bailey's Beach Club, they were not gonna let Sunlin in because he was Jewish. Years ago, then New York developer Donald Trump was looking at maybe, this is like way back, maybe looking at purchasing something in Newport. A lot of people that would do that, they would check out two things. Number one, can they join Newport Country Club? I've played golf at Newport Country Club. I remember going in there. I remember being in there and seeing the locker. This was um late 80s, 89 maybe, Ninety, right around there. And there was the locker for Congressman Ferdinand St. Germain. This was before or right after Ron Makeley had taken him out. So right around that time. Um, I remember seeing the locker for Terry Murray, who was the big banker of Fleet. So from what I remember, Trump had two questions. Number one, can I join Newport Country Club? I think he could get in there. But I believe he was told no on Bailey's Beach Club and they require you have to have attended ivy league school they want to know your family history you have to have a boatload of money they don't want a member who then you know was going through bankruptcy or all different types of things like that there there's private and then there's very private bailey's beach club they are the club motto is there's there's three times a regular member now a regular member should appear in the newspaper Three times in your life that you appear in the newspaper. And it's number one, when you are born. Number two, when you get married. And number three, when you die. That's it. Now, it's different when you are a senator and then you're written up. But those were basically some of the rules. That just shows you just how old Yankee waspy they are. A problem for Senator White Club is that his wife since he has become such a prominent senator you know they were not very visible members after he lost running for governor he was attorney general he ran for governor lost in the primary to mirth york from 2003 to 2005 senator sheldon whitehouse was kind of adrift so there was a famous story in the providence journal that he, he was working for a law firm downtown and he was, like, staring out all day at the window at the Pigeons. So, and then he ran, and he had Matt Brown in a primary. He beat Matt Brown, collapsed. Um, an interesting race would have been if Laffey had beaten Chafee in that primary, which he really did and should have. But where Chafee benefited... Was the day of the Rhode Island primary of Krantz Mayor Steve Laffey against then Republican Senator Link Chafee. That was the only primary race going on in the United States. So the Republican Party, who were trying to save their own, and and the Chafee family had a lot of chits within the Republican Party because of the father, right? I mean, the father, Senator John Chafee, knew everyone. Um, So... The Republican Party set up a 78-hour ground game where they spent 500000 They brought a slew of people in here. They rented every vehicle possible, and they delivered every possible person to the polls. And Chafee beat Laffey. If that had been the same day as other state primaries, Laffey wins. If If Matt Brown had run a better primary against Sheldon, a lot of Democrats bailed out of the Democrat primary in 2006 now and instead they knew Sheldon was a shoo-in and they voted for Chafee over Laffey. If Matt Brown runs a more competitive race to the end he got caught with basically money laundering but um, if the the primary had been a different day so other states were in play (coughs) Laffey wins that primary. He was ahead that weekend in the polls. He won the race, Chafee, the Republican party with Karl Rove and Elizabeth Dole delivered the apparatus to get Chafee the win, which is unbelievable. He then lost in the general election to Sheldon White House. But there's a big Democrat wave of knocking out Republicans in November. Governor Kachiri, think of this, November of 2006 was the last time a Republican won. <clears throat> Statewide in Rhode Island, and that was Governor Don Ciccieri who barely beat Lieutenant Governor Charlie fogetty And I mean, that went down to the wire. That was like fifty-one forty-nine, barely won a second term. <clears throat> and then White House handedly, easily won against Chafee. Money was pouring in. You know, you had Hurricane Katrina. And all the backlash against President Bush and the backlash against the Iraq war. And that was the 2006 midterm that then led to you know the Obama wave in 2008. But anyhow, folks, my point is the past few years, the White Houses have become even more prominent members at Bailey's. As more people have died off, as his star has risen in Washington, as people at Bailey's Beach Club have seen Sheldon. You know, grilling Judge Kavanaugh, grilling Amy Coney Barrett on MSNBC with Rachel Maddow, featured in the New York Times, featured in the Washington Post, Uh, seeing him at the Washington cocktail party circuit, his his name being floated, maybe being a member of the uh, U.S. Supreme Court, you know, that. Hey, then on a Saturday, you want to go to Bailey's, have a lobster roll, have a few drinks. Pound down a few mudslides and then go for a few Bloody Marys on a Sunday. You know, very comfortable uh, existence. But that's all. The club is really um, just going through a hurricane right now. So, but what's interesting is none of the people that are defending Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, none of them are defending the club. With the exception of, I asked Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos yesterday, and my question for her which i'd like to play the audio but they still haven't figured that out the audio in that room is not that good from now on i'm just going to bring my own recording i thought i'd lift it off that but there was some kind of a glitch but these things can happen but anyhow i said to her what is your reaction about this long standing tradition in Rhode Island according to Sheldon Whitehouse Sheldon White Club of um <clears throat> of all white clubs and the fact that even though you're the lieutenant governor of the state, you would be rejected from trying to be a member there. Uh, former Providence Mayor Angel Tavares was on Twitter defending Senator Whitehouse. And I even and I like Mayor Angel Tavares. I like him. I liked him as mayor. <clears throat> if you take Clay Pell out of the mix, he beats Gina. In that, and, and think of that. He would have won the Democrat primary. He was leading in the polls in the Democrat primary against then-General Treasurer Gina Raimondo. But I was trying to say to the two of them, do you realize that if either one of you showed up at Bailey's and said, you know, I'd like to talk about being a mayor, um, a member here. When you walk in, Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor of Rhode Island, if you walked into Bailey's, they would say, are you here for the valet job or are you here for a kitchen job? Like, you're you're not, you don't think you're going to be a member here. Like, where were you born? Dominican? No, we don't have any members from the Dominican Republic. What? English is your second language. No, no, what? I, she wouldn't even be considered to be a member there. And yet she said, you know, they used to be all male clubs and, and you know, with progress. So she, she basically gave him a lifeline. She did. Probably will cash that in at a later date. I don't know if his people reached out to her, whatever. Um, I didn't ask Governor McKee that, but but no one is defending the club. And, you know, last night it's everywhere. And Fox has been pounding him and everyone else has been pounding him. And and for good reason. But he's definitely an elitist. And even out on Martha's Vineyard. As I said, uh, today is Wednesday. As I said yesterday, President Obama, there's a part of Martha's Vineyard. I think it's, um, what's the name of it? Like the Bluffs. That area is now, there's a lot of prominent Wealthy African Americans that have settled there. Uh, Vernon Jordan had a house there. President Obama has a house there. Oprah Winfrey has a house there. So, here's the thing about Bailey's Beach Club in Newport: is let's even if you are in New England, and you are a person of color, and you're a person of means. I don't know if they want to join Bailey's and be around, you know, all due respects. But how fun do you think it would be sitting around the pool drinking with Clay Pell and Sheldon Whitehouse and then the Chafies are in town? I mean, not exactly, you know, not exactly a, a raucous crowd, but it's kind of like in the movie Caddyshack where the character played by um rodney dangerfield right he would not be allowed into bailey's beach club ted knight um of the Mary tyler moore show and then he had his own show but the actor ted knight he is the type that would be a bailey's right like a bailey's beach club folks this portion of the john DePetro show now by the way i want to tell you about this critical race story i want to appeal right now If you're someone who, if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, listen, you need a fighter. First of all, this I know, you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries. That's true. But the fact is, unfortunately, they don't just hand the money over. They try to knock you down with what they should be compensating you for. That's why you need the fighter, Jack Calvino. Call today, 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. You need the fighter. Now, right now, it's 1229. It's Wednesday. Maybe you're listening and you say, you know, I know of... My friend was in a car accident or a motorcycle accident or involved with a slip and fall workplace injury. Have them call Jack Calvino. Free consultation, 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400 or online, fight back, call jack.com. Folks, again, I want to go back to the website, dipetro.com. Don't forget, dipetro.com, which is sponsored by uh, Soul Source Restoration. Uh, Mike Sepe and his crew called today, requested quote, 401 712 2700. They clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Soul SOLE, Soul Source Restoration, the best and online, soulsourcerestoration.com. Couple things. The New York's mayor's race. This is very significant. The fact that Eric Adams, he is a person of color, he's a former police officer. He said, if I win, I'm carrying a gun. Crime became the determining factor in the New York's mayor's race. And my response to the progressives and Antifa and all the activists and Black Lives Matter and everything else is, hold on, let me play my reaction, which is, ha, 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 that is my reaction. You thought that (coughs) you thought that you were going to. Uh, defund the police. You thought that everyone was going to be about you. And all you did instead was you made crime the issue for the New York mayor's race. You made crime the issue for the New York mayor's race. So, good luck on that. And by the way, and I think this is going to spread to other cities and towns. (laughs) That's not a very good sound effect. But... You know, think of all the unrest and Bill de Blasio, the useless mayor of New York and good luck, because they now think that um, that all they need to do, they think that all they needed to do was, you know, come out with all of that. And this is about down with the police and everything else. And but what is comical is when New Yorkers went to the polls, and where I think I differ than what Dan McGowan was saying with the Boston Globe, he thinks that a lot of um, he thinks that a lot of activists like to be opposed by the mayor. I, I think they thought they were going to get a big win. They thought that they were going to get, because it was a very progressive candidate. Running for mayor of New York City, Maya Wiley, ann she was endorsed by AOC. She was endorsed by uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and she thought that she was going to get a lot of support. And they thought this is our time, and now we're going to you know cruise in, and we're going to defund the police and blah blah blah, and make this 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 big progressive haven. And that didn't happen, did it? No, it didn't happen at all. Now, if anything, uh, just the opposite. They opted to go with the former police officer. The former police officer. And I think, by the way, I think this is a sign. Now, number one, a lot of people are bailing out of cities. And let's be honest with you. Progressives... There's several stories today, folks, that progressive and activists, they're in the news. The media won't always tell you about it, but I'll tell you about it. So, and one is, and I'm going to do a story later today, <clears throat> but first let me touch on the website. Last night in Cherahoe, Charahoe, believe it or not, Cherahoe is one of those communities that has been the school committee now, taken over by the unions and the progressives. And, and it's hard to believe, Charahoe. Has become this big progressive enclave, and you had a man last night, Jeremy Palmer, that he went to speak, and you can see I have the video up on the website debiastro.com. He went to speak out against critical race theory, and the stories I've been hearing from many of the parents. And by the way, good afternoon, good afternoon, to uh, I, I get have a lot of listeners in that area. Granted, they listen online, they listen on Facebook, what have you. But some of the stories I've been hearing. So he went to talk about, at the school committee, uh, critical race theory. And some of the stories that have been coming out was, now, this is in the Charahoe district. And, folks, these are the progressives. And this is how they want to move education in the schools. And they do have allies in the media, much like you had, right, the cackle. Uh, attacking Nicole Solis on basically on the payroll for the unions. But they had a a five-year-old boy went home crying because the teacher told him, can you imagine the teacher saying, you know, when you're older, you may want to become a girl. Is that really the conversation you have with a five-year-old? They need to know this is 2021. People, children have a right to pick their gender. Excuse me. Is that really your role as a teacher to say to a five-year-old boy, you know, when you're older, you may want to transition into being a girl. That is not your place as a teacher. You also have, um, what were some of the others, the stories I put where there were a couple other stories where um, some of the things they were saying to some of the children. And some of the stories are just Outrageous! Oh, the other thing was telling the kids that. They're, do you realize your parents are racist? That's it. Um, students went home. Young students were told your parents are racist, and parents complaining that you know saying to the kids what 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 were they talking about today in school? And these are young folks, second, third grade. Oh yeah, the teacher was saying that we're all part of white privilege. I have it written down. Mommy, what's white privilege? What is what? White privilege. At Cherohoe, we're being told we get white privilege. But what kind of teacher in school committee tells a five-year-old boy, you know, when you're older, you may want to become a girl? What? Talk about that, that. That is intentionally trying to screw up a child. So this parent got up. To speak last night i have it on the website to petro.com and i got the video of it he stood up like wait a minute I, I have some questions about what's being taught here and he said i have some problems with this critical race theory and immediately the school committee almost on cue oh excuse me you don't have a mask on he said well you know the mask mandate is oh no 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 you don't have a mask on folks i have the video posted on my website he said, well, can I just make my, no, 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 you got to put your, oh, he's not putting his mask on. Officer, take him out of here. So the police dragged the guy out and handcuff him. And then the local media says, man arrested for not wearing mask." No, that's not what happened. We have the video. He was not, that's what they said the reason was. That's not what happened. By the way, he's also, I'm not sure if he's a person of color what have you, but I've heard from some of his friends. He's a good guy. He hasn't gone to a lot of these meetings. Concerned with some of the things he's been hearing going on in the school. Wants to go and talk about it, get some more information. Boom, they single him out. And the school committee says to the parents, anybody else, who's next? Who else wants to be dragged out in handcuffs? This is what we're talking about. The most pathetic individual, and folks, good afternoon. It's John DePetro. By the way, this portion of the program is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Folks, this is the time of year. Look for them on Facebook and call. Do you need your deck stained or commercial residential power washing? Jamie's Power Wash, 837-4545-401, 837-4545 for Jamie's Power Wash, commercial, residential, incredible deck staining. You can also find them on Facebook. It's Jamie's Power Wash. You know, maybe you're going to be having some people over for the 4th of July or, you know, maybe because of our weather has really been all over the place. And sometimes a lot of people just have not had an opportunity. Maybe you haven't had the opportunity to go out there and And do it yourself. Uh, Contact Jamie. And again, you can find him on Facebook, um, Jamie's Power Wash, and call the phone number. There it is. Uh, Jamie's Power Wash right there. Uh, And also, family-run business. Check them out. Their Facebook page is terrific. Little snippet of power washing. Vinyl needs a wash. Deck patio. Vinyl siding. Pool apron call him with the power washing needs he'll get it done uh did a beautiful look at that deck even as the drone where you can see the deck staining and uh he did it above in uh north providence west warwick uh contact jamie today 837-4545 837-4545 it's jamie's power wash and it's also J freighter's construction post 1239 what i was um Laughing about no Channel 12 has it. A Richmond man was arrested Tuesday night for allegedly refusing to wear a mask at a charitable school committee meeting. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. No, he was arrested because he started to criticize critical race theory. And then when they realized where he was going with it, then they started yelling, hey, you gotta put your mask on. He took off his Took it off to speak at the school committee, folks. They do this by design to make an example to other parents, much like that Nicole Solace. I'll tell you the biggest, I can't get over the biggest loser is that Emily Chops Chomsky, the school committee person in South Kingstown. She resigned, and she said the reason she resigned is the head of the um, school committee was because she was being bullied online, this Emily Chomsky. And she was very emotional and, you know, I, uh, with great regret, and I I will try to find, I thought I had the sound of it, but folks, what, what is comical about this and how these people, I'll tell you how they don't even realize, I'm convinced, they don't fully realize how pathetic they actually are. They don't realize how pathetic they are because the reason why former school committee chair said she resigned because of online bullying. The reason why, I, I, and I don't see any follow-up from Channel 10. On Tuesday, the former chair of South Kingstown, emotional testimony, what led to her formal resignation. We're in a dangerous place. We're a little microchasm of what has happened. This is not South Kingstown. If everyone doesn't take a deep freaking breath, we're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, the she where she is beyond pathetic. This individual. The reason why is white skin. We'd like you to stand up and go stand in the corner. Because your parents and grandparents are racist murderers. And you need to, five years old, they're doing this, six years old. How about, can you imagine saying to a five-year-old boy, someday... You may want to be a girl, and the boy's like, "I don't want to be a girl." No, no, no. Someday you might be a girl. You might really be a girl, and the other kids are laughing and pointing. He's a girl, Henry's a girl. I'm not. a Well, you might be a girl. No, I'm a you know a boy. i My name's Henry. No, it could be Henrietta. Folks, they're, they're de- delusional, but this woman, I was bullied. No, excuse me, Nicole Salas had questions about it. What exactly is being taught? Why are you teaching this way? There's no gender anymore. So there's, I have a daughter that wants to attend. Excuse me, don't use that language around here. There is no such thing as a daughter. Folks, keep in mind, these people at no point did they say on Friday, don't forget, it's Father's Day. No, they don't exist. There's no such thing as fathers and mothers. There's just adults, and there's the government that will raise you. You have guardians. But the government, we are the real people. They are so overrun. They are so woke. They're so progressive. And I'll say this. That's cruel to do to a child. Whether you're in Chariho or South Kingstown, to say to a little five-year-old boy, someday you may transition to be a little girl. That I what purpose does that serve? Well, we're just trying to, and granted, listen, I understand they do have allies in the media, right? They do. They have, hey, Nicole goes on and she agrees to go on the radio, right? With the calf email talk host. Uh, is it here? Are the questions let me find them now. They were prepared for me. Uh, is it true you're the member of a racist. Secret club? Uh, No, I was just trying to get some answer. Oh, okay. And somehow you ended up on Fox and Friends. Is that true? Yes, I was on Fox and Friends. Oh, and did your friends, uh, racist friends in the secret group get you on Fox and Friends? No. Fox and, well, it sounds like you don't want to tell us how you got on Fox & Friends. As I'm reading from the email prepared for me by the PR firm hired by the South Kingstown School Committee to defame you. They are sick. There's nothing wrong with being a little boy. There's nothing wrong with being a little girl. It is true. When kids are young, yes. When they're very young, I've coached, um, they have soccer, they have girls' soccer teams, they have boys' soccer teams. I get some parents, no, they should all play together. Well, when you do that, the very aggressive players, not all, tend to be, and sometimes, I think at the younger ages, very young, it is both boys and girls, but then it splinters off. Maybe they're getting doing away with that. But, folks, and, and never mind, you can you imagine now you're white There's nothing they despise more than a young white male. And by the way, these are, let me just say this. These are white females that are doing this. They despise the young white males. Little Henry that comes in. Little Henry that won't admit or doesn't realize that someday he may transition to Henrietta. He doesn't want to admit that he likes to play with dolls. Little Henry or Henry, he doesn't realize that his fathers are racists and his grandfathers are racists. Folks, and they have the children five hours a day. You start them at kindergarten, first grade. The father goes to a school committee meeting to speak up. School committee, officer, lead him out of here in cuffs anybody else have any questions oh you have some questions what we're teaching do you want to become the new nicole solace do you want us to put you on the agenda maybe we'll sue you and what does she claim that pathetic former member of the school committee i was bullied i was bullied yeah you were bullied no excuse me you, you don't belong in that position you people are beyond pathetic. You're so self-unaware of how pathetic you are. And these are the same people that will defend Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. It's dark money groups after him. Uh, They're not after him. They're after his all-white club. As far as dark money, uh, that's not it. It has to do with the all-white Baileys Beach Club. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Coogie, R.E. Coogan & Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan & Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember what Coogie said is let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Their website is recooganheating.com. Do you have a plumber? Are you in need of a plumber? Call R. E. Coogan and heating. Are you in need of maybe your cooling system is not working as efficiently as it could? Call e. Coogan and heating today, 732 6562. 401 732 6562. Make sure. Their cooling system, your cooling system, is working as efficiently as possible, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. The other story that I wanted to mention is there's been a sea change with the progressives, and uh, there's been a sea change with the fact that, let's face it, Black Lives Matter decided to back – The Palestinians in the latest uh, back and forth regarding the situation in Israel, right? And so you have members, very progressives, and I talked about this. You have not seen the amount of activity going on as far as on the progressive side And that was pretty dramatic. Black Lives Matter, that was them getting involved with Israel and and siding with the Palestinians against Israel. Now, as a result of that, I attended one of the rallies, all anti-Semitic talk, all anti-Jewish talk. And now you have, and by the way, the Antifa, the progressives, Black Lives Matter, they're fine with it. The Bristol Warren Regional School District has decided. Well, I'll play the Channel 12 uh, piece on this. Here we go. Listen to this, folks. The first day of school for one Rhode Island district is (laughs) underscoring students at Bristol Warren Regional Schools will head back to class on September 7th, which is also the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Some members of the Jewish community there reached out to the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island for help. 12 News reporter Rob Nesbitt spoke with the president of the alliance and joins us now live outside the district's administrative offices with how his efforts were unable to make any change. It blew him off. Mike, this isn't a common occurrence, according to the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island. Rosh Hashanah hasn't fallen this early in 24 years, asking schools to recognize that and make changes. Summer is just starting, but president and CEO of the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island, Adam Greenman, has his eyes on September 7th, the day school will start for Bristol Warren Regional Schools, but also the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Asking them to reconsider... Um, And uh, unfortunately, they said we've created the calendar and and we are going to start school on the 7th, much to the dismay of uh, so many in the community. Spiritual leader at United Brothers Synagogue in Bristol, Cantor Dr. Joel Gluck, says several members of his synagogue are frustrated with the district's decision. He says the start of the Jewish New Year is also a time for self-reflection. Folks, I'll tell you what this is about. I heard from a parent in that district, and here's what the media won't tell you, by the way. Um, a member of the Bristol Warren School Committee told a parent, that. and by the way, they brought this, the Rhode Island Jewish Alliance brought this to the school committee, and they still voted it down. So a parent who's a listed of this program, and I won't reveal your name. We went through this five different times. So she contacted a member of the school committee when she heard about this. What's this all about? The school committee said, well, I have sided with the Palestinians against the Jewish people of Israel. And the people of Israel, and now the school committee member, who's very progressive and woke and uses the pronouns, right, starts raising her voice and saying, well, you know, Israel was with Trump. So we've decided that we really don't care about the Jewish holidays anymore. Folks, this is where we're at. And that is their decision to make, by the way. That is their decision to make. And um, I disagree with it. It's anti-Semitic. But why isn't it being called out in the news report? And I already heard that news report. At no time do they mention the, it, recently, the protest last month in Providence of Black Lives Matter siding with the Palestinians in New York where they were beating Jewish men. The liberal mainstream media will not call out the anti-Semitism. Never. See, it all became, well, you know, Israel was buddy-buddy with Trump. Trump. So we've decided we're not going to honor the Jewish holidays anymore. Blank you. Oh, my God. But just call it out. You know, this parent that was arrested, it wasn't because of the mask. There is no mask mandate. It was because he's against critical race theory. Well, we didn't know on the calendar. No, they they took a vote. They could have changed it. No, they've decided, guess what? We're siding with the Palestinians because the Israelis, the people of Israel, are with Trump, and we're anti-Trump. That's Bristol Warren. Now I think they should. How are is there not ramifications in the Bristol Warren School District over this? This is blatant, blatant anti-Semitism, and I know that the squad is with the Palestinians, and is with the Palestinians. And Black Lives Matters with the Palestinians. I side with our ally Israel. The Rhode Island Coalition of Israel, they had a protest. Those of you remember, I was the only member of the media to cover it. And then I stumbled into a protest of those with the Palestinians in Providence. And the anti-Jewish sentiment was despicable, horrible. Folks, there's a weird element of the progressive Black Lives Matter movement that they they can pretend they everything they want. They can pretend all they want to be, but they're actually heavily anti-Semitic. And and I do believe, as a matter of fact, that it ties in with the fact that Israel was a solid ally, and conversely, President Trump was a, a very strong ally of Israel. And as a result of that, much like, you know, look what happened. President Trump said the virus came out of a Wuhan lab. So what did they say? Well, we're not going to say it came out of the lab because he said that. President Trump said the kids should be back to school. What did they say? They said, well, then we're not sending the kids back to school. They, they took sides against the president for that very reason. And there's an odd dynamic there. But I, I, I will admit, I'm at a loss. But look, at, look in, in, in Connecticut Point, right? The first responders, DM said, you know, part of the tragedy, a big part of the problem on Friday when two people drowned was there was a language barrier. With the exception of myself and the Boston Globe, they won't report on it. Local TV, no, we're not going to highlight that. Um, <clears throat> the first responders at the drowning couldn't understand who they were looking for or what happened. The people were hysterical. They didn't speak English. The signs are in English. There was no translator. on. They lost precious time. Local TV, no, we're not going to report on that. No, that seems racist to mention that the signs were in English and that no one spoke this first. We don't want to make the first respond. How about this report, this comment? We don't want to make the first responders seem racist that they didn't speak Spanish. Time out. You're not a racist if you don't speak Spanish. That happened. Time was lost. They didn't know who they were looking for until they could get like a translator down there. Somebody could figure it out. It's part of the equation. Why wouldn't you report on that? No, we don't want to report on that part of it. No, we don't want to mention that. You don't see that it could tie in with the illegals getting the driver's license. No, we don't want that angle of the story. Folks, do you see the pattern here of, you know, you have a protester, that was a mention defund the police and They were arrested for threatening and fighting with the police a month ago. We're not going to cover that angle of the story. Hmm, interesting. Someone who wants to defund the police was arrested last month fighting with police and they had a weapon on them. And you don't want to include that story? No, we're not going for that angle of the story. Well, what angle of the story are you going on? Oh, that they're an activist and that it was a mostly peaceful protest. Folks, what, is, what 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 planet are these blanking people living on? Now, um, it's John DiPietro. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Hey, folks, just a reminder. Remember, we go until 2 o'clock. Next hour is the Power Hour. Just a reminder about our friends at J. Perry Paving. If you have a paving project, call them for a free quote at 401-732-1730. Do you need your driveway paved? I have the best paver in the area. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And you can find them on Facebook. And if you're a veteran, no one has a better package than... Pave Your Driveway with J. Perry Paving, 732-1730, 401-732-1730. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. Folks, it's John DiPietro. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. I'll give you the latest on President Trump. And also, Sheldon Whitehouse, stay with us. Another hour to go right here, radio only, on the John DiPietro Show.